When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And this is another one that we can put in the cemetery. Yeah, I, that one, you're I'm done on with bad now. habits. I'm, I'm, cheer I'm done with this song, too. <laughs> I've, I need to. Boy, there really needs to be some changes being uh, made yeah. here. Time, they are changing. And uh, this should be one of them. I want... Uh, I'm going to make a list. Damn it. Okay. This okay. One's been so on. Ghost, Justin Bieber. Yep. You're done with that. Ed Sheeran. I'm done. Sia. Oh, Sia. Sia. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm Unstoppable. so done with Sia. Yeah. That oh. one's. It's just a little bit. It's like uh, like 60 beats per minute. Put your grandma to sleep. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So anyway. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hour three, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My uh, buddy Alex is off uh, for the week. Enjoying some time with her family. Uh, we're grateful that Mike uh, is uh, helping us out. And Don McClain has slid over. And we're in the cockpit, and uh, we promise a very smooth flight. But just in case it gets bumpy, keep your seatbelt on. And speaking oh. of bumpy, it's time for second chance romance. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Don, who do we have? Uh, today we have Noah, and he is on the phone with us right now. Hi, Noah. Welcome to the Jason and Alexis show. Minus Alexis hey, today. Girl, hi. Hey, girl. Hey. Girl, hey. hey. <laughs> oh. no, Noah, thank you for uh, writing in. We appreciate it. No, thank you guys for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And thank well, you for go. answering the phone, considering yeah, well, last week too. we had some people drop out. So Last week? We had two weeks in a row. Remember, Dawn? Uh, no, it was just yeah. last week with two of them. Oh, oh Tuesday that's and right. Thursday. Yeah, that's they right, both did. Right. <laughs> anyway, it's a that. brand new week, and Noah, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Tell us your story, my well, friend. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> I had a really great time with my date, Dylan. He's, like, super sweet, super nice, also, like, crazy hot. So, <laughs> just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we met online, and uh, I noticed that he was a social worker. And I like it was so admirable that he like is passionate about helping the community and making changes. Um, but to be very honest, I didn't know if I was like going to be able to keep up with our conversation. Uh-huh. Um, but I actually like I learned a ton on our date, and there were times where I maybe just like nodded and pretended to like know what he was talking about. But you know, I I did my best. Um, but we just went for drinks. It was nothing really like super formal yet or anything. Okay. All right. Well. What did you do on your date? What was the conversation like? Um, the conversation was good. I, I, I thought it kind of flowed okay. Um, I, I was a little maybe nervous to get into some of the topics he brought up because, like I said, like I'm not like super knowledgeable about like social work and stuff. Okay. Um, but he had a lot of heart. Um, I, I have like a super big passion for travel, so I talked about like that most of the time. 
I just got back from like Mexico City and did like the Day of the Dead celebrations there. Ooh. Talked about my trip oh. to Vale that I have coming up, and like oh. I also had a, a chance to go to BravoCon, which was <gasps> unreal. What <laughs> you did? Oh we'll my god! We'll have to gosh. do a whole separate segment with you on that at some point. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Cool. It was so amazing. Um, but like I I work remotely, so I can kind of like do my job anywhere. Um, but my home base is here in Minneapolis. Okay. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Nice. So you had some fun things to talk about. It didn't get too, you know, serious, serious with the social work and everything. Um, no, 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 no. Okay. Well, how did it end? Anything weird? Um, anything? I mean, the one thing that like I kind of noticed was that he was just like looking around the bar a lot, mm. you know, uh, at some point he just kind of seemed like, spacey and uninterested and uh, i don't know i maybe he caught on that i wasn't like super educated on his line of work but you know i i honestly i did my best to keep up and i didn't talk the whole time you know i totally asked him questions about himself i don't know maybe i like rambled too much i have a tendency to like do that when i'm nervous but um i don't know yeah that's the only thing that i can think of that was kind of like a little maybe weird okay um, but no, and I know Don asks you to do this. Other than that, like, you don't have any weird habits or nothing, like, you don't speak backwards or you don't, <laughs> like, you don't hum incessantly, nothing like that. You don't have He-Man dolls in the back of your window. Hey now, like, Don. hey now, oh, hey I now. Mean, like, or hey like, now. uh, what are those called? Um, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers, yeah. yeah. Nothing like that. No, no. Okay. I got rid of all of my toys a couple of years ago when my parents moved. So like, Okay, I, no I, garbage. I'm good then. No garbage department. in your car? But, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I, I, there's nothing like that's wearing in any way, shape, or form, really. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, Noah, here's what we're going to do. Mike is going to put you on hold. You're going to be able to hear what you're going to hear what happens next. Yeah. Um, Dylan has been on hold. All dude knows is that we're calling about a date. He doesn't know that we're calling about your date, and he's heard nothing. Okay, so hold okay. on, ju- hold on, just a second. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and put Dylan up. Dylan, are you there? Oh uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, hi. Uh, you're live on hey. the air. Well, this is Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thank you, first and foremost, for agreeing to do this. We acknowledge hey girl, this. Hey. hey, girl, hey. Oh, hey you girl, know the show. Hey, okay, good. well, well, then you know what? I'm just going to get right to it. Um, you probably know this segment, so I'm going to say, hey, why didn't you go back out with Noah? No, oh, Noah. Uh, <laughs> That's who we're calling about. Oh no. Okay. All right. I did do this first. I, I let you guys know I got I got an appointment at eight thirty. Okay. Um, so That's I'm kind fine. of on a time crunch here, but okay. I, oh, I we do have a remember way before thing. that. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, it's kind of hard to explain. Like I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't in his league. I, I mean, I don't know. He like he lives like a completely different lifestyle than I do. Right. Like I make about as much money as a teacher. You know, mm. but he has like so much disposable income, and it was like. You know, it was apparent, like, as soon as he started talking about himself, that there was no way I'd be able to keep up with him. Oh, okay. So what do you, like, the traveling and things like that? Like, Well, well yeah. I mean, like, he, he, he's got this, like, dream lifestyle. He can, like, travel all the time. You know, he, he can go. Like, I, 
I can't afford to do anything like that. Like yeah. my vacations are usually to Duluth or maybe like <laughs> Chicago if I could save my money, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just I just didn't see it working out, and it seems like he was a little out of touch anytime I started talking about anything serious. Oh. Well, okay. I don't know. But, I, I don't but, know. I just felt like I was intimidated by the guy. Like, I like him. I, I, I mean, I thought he was cute, but I mean, I don't know. It, just, it was just like two different pieces to a puzzle. I don't know. It was, it was uh, not even for the same puzzle. It was. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is it? Is it possible, though, is it possible, though, that you both were possibly reading into something that wasn't there? I'm just trying to be poly positive today. Yeah. Is it possible that you were reading into something that maybe wasn't really happening? I I, I don't know. I I just you can kind of tell. I mean, especially I'm a social worker, right? Like my line of work, like I'm I'm constantly talking with people and reading people and, you know, trying to, you know, help families and stuff. So I just I have a tendency to be able to tell when someone's listening to me. Right. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I just felt like he was every time I would talk about that stuff, like, you know, he would, you know, congratulate me and commend me, you know, in a roundabout way. But it it always just kind of felt like he was waiting for his turn to talk about his trips. On anything. That's that's. uh, Yeah, that's kind of bad. I don't know. Well, maybe we should. uh, (sighs) Yep. Well, Well, (laughs) you kind of know how this segment goes. If you've heard it, Um, Mm -hmm. we do have. Noah on the phone with us, so we're gonna put him on right now. Noah, right. say Noah, say hi to Dylan. Hey, Dylan. I know you're busy, so thanks for doing this. Uh, sure, sure, no problem. So I just like I want to just double check. Like you weren't like leaving when you got up and left to like go on like another date or something like that. Oh. <laughs> No, I, I told you why I was leaving. Like, we're understaffed at work. I had to go in early to, like, fill in file a towel. So much paperwork. And, like, before I even start work. So, I, I mean, like, again, that's why I think you weren't really listening. Ooh. Okay, okay. I was listening. I, I I, just, I don't know. I guess I, like, didn't believe you, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, people make up excuses to leave dates. But, like, if that was legitimately the reason I'm just... Every minute is spoken for almost. So honestly, like I just feel like really stupid now. Um, it sounds like you like just don't like me, which is fine. I just kind of thought we connected and had a good vibe going, but I I don't know. I guess not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seemed like you were having a really good time. I mean, you told me like a million vacation stories. I, I can't afford to travel like that. So it just... Felt like a mismatch. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't even know that we were having the same conversation at that table. Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I guess. Like, if you don't have vacation time or like money, that would be pretty unrealistic for me to date you anyway. So whatever. Oh God. Okay. Super okay. weird to be rejected by somebody <laughs> who I rejected first. But all right. Oh gosh. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not even going to ask. I don't okay, care. Well, um, yeah, guys, we, usually we ask if you want to go out again, but it's cl- kind of clear that you hard don't. No, yeah, I mean, no. I mean, unless you guys can afford to send us to, you know, uh, some international trip, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. We just have well, a gift okay. card to Red Cow. He's clearly just crabby because he has to work early, but like, mm. I don't even know who this person is. He's a completely different guy. I This is ridiculous. Oh, okay. Well, you know well, what? It's okay. Let's not it's, make this nasty, you know? Yeah. Guys, 
Have a great Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah. Just coming Thank from you. two Thank different you. worlds. Thanks for your help, guys. Thanks. No problem. Hope you'll still listen to the show. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, thank you for both being my talkers. Thank you. Bye. Oh, God. Oh. See, here's what my theory was going to be. Okay. I thought that our luck might change because if you noticed, I was purposely taking on the role of Alexis. And I was trying to be poly positive. You were. Oh, yes. Now I see. I was purposely trying to find a glimmer in the woods. A glimmer. Just a glimmer of like light ghost leading. Light. Like a little, a little ghost light <laughs> little leading fairy. my way. Like uh, the, uh, what was it from Harry Potter? Remember, <laughs> Lily Potter was the, the deer, uh, the, 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 like not the spirit the spirit um, oh yes yes um she was like a ghost whole, not the whole cruxes but what are they called powder people what are they called the stag the stag remember but they're they're a name oh, it's like okay. the spirit is, of the woods of the forest mm-hmm. patronus 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 which sounds yeah. like a great tequila doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> I need Jonas. some tequila right about now. <laughs> right. Wow. I see what you mean, though, because it seemed like it was just a miscommunication. Like, oh, I thought he didn't like me yep. and yep. and they were misunderstanding each other. But really, when it comes down no. to it, once we talked to Dylan, he's was, like, no, I can't afford that. And he wasn't listening to me. Yeah, no. So that happened. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Dawn has the dirt alert next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk. Everything entertainment. Everything. Oops, we tried. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Mike's here. And Dawn has yes. the Dirt Alerts. Okay, so Chuck Lorre apparently was shopping around a TV pilot script. Uh, he wrote it. Oh. And it is not involving Charlie Sheen, but it's about Charlie Sheen. Oh. If you remember, the biggest war in entertainment and 2011 was Charlie Sheen. He was the biggest pill. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, uh, very meta right there. But uh, yeah, he was the worst person to work with. Just a nightmare. And he also called Chuck Lorre a turd and a clown. Um, he publicly attacked him, launching anti-Semitic insults, and he lost his job. He got fired from Two and a Half Men. It was absolutely absurd. He was, you know, drinking tiger blood, and he was just Calling like... people warlocks. They picked a fight with a warlock. That's right. <laughs> yes! So as we watched him completely crumble, obviously... Um, just out of his hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts mind um you know chuck lorry remembered that he did and now he wrote a pilot called sex drugs and a sitcom and it was written just this june uh june 15 um and according to the source he shopped it around town but he just didn't get it set up um and it dropped jaws 
it was a no holds barred account of what possibly went on behind the scenes. Oh, so they open up the pilot. So the Hollywood Reporter got a copy of the pilot. And um, they say that it opens up with an interview. It, I think it must have like a like a voiceover voice, sort of almost like Two and a Half Men did, I believe. Like a narration like yeah. Carrie Bradshaw. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's the, the character, the Charlie Sheen character is being, being interviewed by Matt Lauer on Today. And they, they identify Matt Lauer as an NBC News anchor back when he was still getting late at work. Oh! Oh, so they go after Chuck goes after oh. him. And then the pilot goes back in time, and it's like nine years before it all turned into a septic cluster F to tell the story of how Two and a Half Men came into existence. So it's like the casting would have been interesting because the real life characters that in flashbacks in the series it had like Roseanne, Sybil. Grace Under Fire, Darman, Greg, yeah, you know, all kinds of people involved. So um, he also mm. goes in on Les Moonves. Well, it calls him pervy. in the pilot, he calls him the most powerful man in television and a naughty, naughty boy. Well, <laughs> so two things can coexist. It's not, it isn't really known if he, if Chuck Lorre would have wanted to play himself, but. He makes it clear how he wanted to be characterized in it. And the Hollywood Reporter is saying this is in the script. It said, in the telling of this story, Chuck Lorre is portrayed as witty and sympathetic. There's another version where he's arrogant and insecure. Somebody else can write that one. That's what he wrote. <laughs> so he it would give in to the fact that he would write scripts for the show where he was a sympathetic character. But then... He is open to the fact that he would be arrogant in some episodes. And he goes, somebody else, I'll let somebody else write those. Doesn't that sound good? Um, they, This needs to be made by a network or a streaming service that has courage. I know. And, and will not edit this. Do not water. The, if this is made, it should only be made the way he wrote it. Yeah. It should not be watered down Um and for fear of backlash. Yeah. Because who I, cares? I completely agree. So I was like, oh, please make this happen. It looks like he isn't really moving forward with it just yet. But, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we don't know. It it could happen, but it was written just this June. So he's been sitting in on that and writing that for a long time. Even if it doesn't, just the fact that it's out in the universe and people have read the things that he has said about Charlie Sheen and what the yes. pilot's like is kind of delicious. I don't know. I love it's it's the so best much. revenge you can get. Like, okay, you're going to say these things about me. Uh, here I am 11 years later. It, it's like <laughs> the TV sitcom version of Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Right, Charlie? I'm tired of pretending like I'm not bitching a total freaking rock star from Mars. That's right, Charlie. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. Can somebody mm-hmm. just go off the rails like that, but not so deep and the, horrible yeah. like Kanye, who's mentally ill? We need another train wreck to happen. Um, a safe train wreck. A yeah. safe train wreck where we don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you've ever watched Chrisley Knows Best. I have not. I uh, barely know who they are. Really? Okay, yeah. so it is something else. That show's been on a while. It, uh, TLC, I believe. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Todd and Julie Chrisley, very rich Southern family. You know, their kids have grown. Now their their youngest is is um, driving, which Grayson, they doted on this Grayson so much. I, I watched probably the first couple of seasons. Oh, okay. And um, to be honest with you, it felt 
like such an oddball family that had all this money. Um, and he is very um, gay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. He seemed, I hate to label that, but he seemed very, very gay and flamboyant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they I'll got the it. show. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they got in trouble for tax evasion. Uh, and it was and a big fraud. deal. Bank fraud, tax evasion. So they just went through their, um, the whole court and they've been sentenced. Todd, 12 years in prison and Julie, seven Federal court. This is federal prison, guys. And and the the judge said that part of the reason, because they could have had a much easier sentence because it's a white collar crime. Right. But their arrogance Mm. played into the judge's decision. Can you believe that? Oh, my gosh. You know, judges. Yeah, yeah, they have the power to do that. Mm -hmm. So they were indicted back in 2019, and it's just come to fruition that they are going to jail. Oof. Grayson just had a terrible car accident. Anyway. Not a good year for them. Go to MyTalk1071.com for more stories like this. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about our good friend Colleen and her announcement uh, that she made yesterday. Uh, We're so glad you're here. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Here on MyTalk. Live streaming on our MyTalk app. I'm Jace. Alexis off. Dawn and Mike are here. I know that Alexis is bummed. I, uh... I had lunch with Lex uh, late last week. I know that Alexis is uh, bummed that she's not here today. So I'm kind of speaking for the both of us. Um, And we're obviously talking about the announcement from our buddy Colleen yesterday that she is stepping down from uh, co-hosting Colleen and Bradley here on the station. And if you know, if you heard Colleen's announcement yesterday, and, and and if you just heard what I said, you're, you're going to notice that not careful, but uh, we're phrasing. I'm phrasing it in that way because here's the reality: uh, she's not really going anywhere. Um, she's not leaving the family. Um, she's just leaving the con- the the con- the confines mm-hmm. and the demand of a daily show. Uh to be with her family um, who needs her more than Britney Spears does. And Colleen, like so many people, because I know people and luckily no, no one really has, and they shouldn't. As Colleen said yesterday, there is no drama with this announcement um, at all. Yeah. There's no hidden story. There's nothing. No, we, and we, <laughs> this is- no, and you know the station. Hubbard's very unusual in this way, and Colleen recognized this as well. Uh, this doesn't. This rare. I shouldn't say never because it happened with Ian too. Um, this rarely happens, and when I say this, I mean broadcasters usually don't get an opportunity to get back on the mic after the decision has been made that they're leaving. Because the companies that own, and I'm really pulling back the curtain, but we've been pulling back the curtain for 20 years, so you you expect that. Um, broadcasting companies don't allow folks like us to be like, peace, and then come back on the mic. Or because, you do it the last day. Uh, or you do the last day. You go, hey, guys, I'm not going to be back on Monday. Nothing's wrong. I've just decided to move in another direction. Yeah, because they don't want <laughs> an Ann Curry situation. 
Um, you know, they don't want, and, and, and when I say Ann Curry, I just mean a, a, an uncomfortable situation for the performer and for the company because it's show business. So the business aspect of it, they don't want, a, Ann wasn't disgruntled. She should have been. I guess she kind of was, but they don't want a disgruntled employee coming on the air going, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. I'm leaving. Um, so that's why. Anyway, so uh, that's not at all what this is. Um Colleen has just made the decision, like so many people post-pandemic, in reevaluating what matters, reevaluating her life and priorities, and in her reevaluation, um, realizing that uh, she wants to stop down a little bit and and reprioritize and have time for her family. What a concept! She's a full-time caregiver for a family member. Yeah, and her kids are growing up. You know, her her son, her oldest son is picking out colleges. Yeah. Which just blew Bradley away yesterday because when they started the show, he was seven, you know, and wrote him a little book about sports, which that in itself is really ironic. Yeah. Um, but take that in. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she just it goes by so quickly and she wants to be there for her kids and she's, you know, trying to be there and present for the person yeah. she's caring for. But so we will Sam, have her back. Yeah, she's going to... I actually... I'm I'm gone as of the 30th uh, for a vacation. I've, I, 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 I'm, I already told her, I said, um, can you fill in uh, the day after you leave? <laughs> right. <laughs> I just joked. Said, um, yeah. she, her last day is the 9th, so I wanted to make her yeah. laugh. I said, can you fill in on the 10th? I've already you, been like, you, hey, yeah, when yeah, Alexis already, is gone, can you fill in yeah. <laughs> for the show? Yeah. So, so you will hear her a lot bouncing and, around and, and and she really means that sometimes people say that uh you know because hr makes you but no Colleen really yeah. is going to be on b arthur's list of fill-ins like hansen and, and shannon and stuff any hoodly doodly let me play a little bit of uh because colleen can talk about colleen better than than we can uh so here's a little bit i pulled colleen talking about you because it's really you that matters because it's sad for us selfishly, mm-hmm. but it's really good news for Colleen. And the comments on my talk socials reflected that. Everyone understands. Because, yeah. again, as I said a few minutes ago, a lot of us, you may not have a radio show, but a lot of folks, re- Alexis went through that. A lot of fo- I did. You reevaluate things. The pandemic really did have that effect. But here's mm-hmm. Colleen talking about you, um, the my talkers. Take a listen. I really treasure the relationship that we have with our listeners so much. And we are because you are. Um, We can't do this without all of you who are out there that I can't see right now. And also, I'm glad I can't see you right now. But... But you you matter so much, and and this that's part of why this is such a hard conversation to have. Bradley and Holly have known for a while, and so that's why we can laugh a little bit. But um, uh, but you listeners have been such a vital part of this show and this radio station, and something new will come in this space. And I know, I know that you listeners are going to fall in love with it. The other important thing for everybody to know is Bradley and Holly are still going to be around. I'm the one that's going. But that means that this show is also going to come to a close. And so between now and December 9th, which will be my last day, we are going to have 
the regular antics. Um, we'll have some great reflections of some of the weird things that we've done. Stink bombs. <laughs> um, um, and it's, I just want to end with the joy that we have enjoyed together for all of these years. And they will. Yeah, I can't. It's, oh, it's so hard. To- it's, and it's very, and I, I talked about this with Lex. It's, it's a little, um, and this isn't taking anything away from uh, the feelings of the girls. And I'm sure the girls feel pretty similar um, or, or, or uh, Donna and Steve. It's very odd for us um, to think of the station without those yahoos together. You know, it's just very, uh, Bradley started filling in on our show. Lex and I joked in the beginning that we've kind of felt like they were our spinoff. They were uh, the Jeffersons to our, or like, uh, you know, or uh, Sam, they, they were a spinoff. They were like uh, Joni Loves, well, that's a horrible Joni spinoff. But they, that's an awful one. They were Laverne and Shirley to our happy days. That's a perfect one right there. Right, okay. because they're both excellent. Yeah. Uh, Joni Loves Chachi only lasted uh, <laughs> half a season. But anyway, um, and, and so we took, we, we took extra love and, and pride in those two. And because both of them would fill in on our show and Bradley and I were friends. Um, we were just normal friends. I would be on his podcast, Wanda Wisdom. We hung out together, we're social friends. And I, I asked B. Arthur if Bradley could fill in for me. Um, and he did. And then B. Arthur fell in love with them and, and uh, bada boom, bada bing. And everyone already loved Colleen. And uh, they started doing a weekend show together. So yeah, much I like can't, you and Alexis. Yeah. So I can't imagine my point in all this is I it's very I'm, I I'm going to probably and uh, not probably I will cry on the last day. Yes. I'm having a very selfishly I'm having a very hard time and I said this to her when when as you heard Colleen say we've all known and we all have big mouths. I can't believe this was a secret. Anyway, that's a joke there. Well, we love um, her and we want her privacy to I'm, be I'm, private, no, you know. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just making a joke of we're all radios. We're all we're all broadcasters and communicators, and we managed to keep this a secret. <laughs> um, but I can't imagine this station without her. I can't. It's just very weird to think of the family makeup without Colleen, because uh, she's just the best. And um, as I said in the first hour, and go back and listen to it, the best ones make it look easy, and Colleen has made this look easy, and it's not. And that's part of the reason why she's leaving. Because the shows, you know, don't just materialize. Uh, a lot of work goes in before, the, you know, the mic gets uh, cracked yeah, open. Yeah, every day. Every day. She, and she needs to be present, you know. Selfishly, we want her here, but it was a super hard decision for her to make. But yep. we support her. So, bad for us, great for Colleen. <laughs> and we still have several weeks um, to celebrate our friend. She ain't going anywhere, so it's not a wake so I don't want to get too mawkish and maudlin, but uh, so Colleen, we love you. We support you. We're very excited for you. We're jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but we're uh, more happy than anything. Um, so there we go. Uh, more, more to say, more to come in the weeks ahead. So uh, more to come on this show uh, right after this. Stay with us. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. And thanks to everyone being kind to Colleen on social media, too. Don't make me uh, cut a biatch. I mean, I'm just going to say that. Don't make <laughs> right. me. 
Don't make me slap somebody. I just, uh, you know. Well, all the moms out there know. Absolutely. But, you know, people are dumb, Dawn. There's some bots out there that can just latch onto a um, a thread. So I'll cut you. Just FYI. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll, me I'll too. cut you. I will, I will we'll slap. find you. I'll slap a biatch. I'm just telling you. So mm-hmm. thank you. No, all, all kidding aside. Thank you for your kindness for our friend. Yes. Um. Anyway, welcome back. It is a Tuesday, November 22nd. Uh, Alexis is taking uh, the week off to spend some time with her family. We're thrilled and we're happy that Mike is uh, helping us out. Hello, Mike. Hello. Um, We were going to get to this yesterday, but we saved it. Toy ideas for kids that are hyper. <laughs> yes. Like, Okay, I love this. Kids that have endless energy. BuzzFeed came up with a list of toys that you can buy when you're absolutely exhausted. And you're like, what can I do to... It's almost like when you have a really hyper dog, like a border collie, and they just need to run. They just need to run and run so that you can tire them out. Well, they uh, found some great toys for the holidays. The first one, the best-selling one, is Little Tyke's Trampoline. Because they can't stop jumping on the bed and bounce. They can bounce on this for hours Instead, so it's a mini trampoline, but the great thing about it is that it has a big handle that comes up so that oh. they can hold on to it and bounce and not bounce off and hit the coffee table and crack their head open. You know, yeah, because I always got the impression that trampolines were not the safest thing for children. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mini trampoline, but ha- but a big like big handle that got they it. can hold to and bounce, bounce, bounce. So okay. that is a great idea. That's a good idea. This, um, the promising review is I have a wild three-year-old who has more energy in one day than I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> From sunup to sundown, he is on. <laughs> they don't have a yard, and so um, they can't always make it to the playground, especially in the winter. So they pick that up for him when they're stuck inside. And we've had it for eight months, and it's been a lifesaver, this lady says. Yeah. You can fold it up so it's not an eyesore and it's not too big. So, yeah. And, mm. you know, he's not trying to, like, climb onto the couch and run around the coffee tables, she says, which I'm like, wow. Oh. I don't miss those days. Um, here are some things called Crayola globule, glo- Globules. Okay. And they're these globs, like, just like a ball, but they're sort of sticky and you can throw them to the wall and then they'll kind of, like creep down the wall you can throw them to the ceiling and they'll finally will drop but they don't leave any sticky residue you know i think we had these when we were kids like little spiders that you could throw yeah, up yeah boom, you throw them and yeah <laughs> yeah so they've readapted those to make them not so gross i don't know how they won't collect hair though that's the only See, thing they will there's nothing there. i don't care what the technology is it's yes. they're, gonna, they're gonna collect little pubic hairs <laughs> Mike is nodding. Mike, you know I'm right. Those little little sticky hands with the long tails. That's what I remember at that age. And yeah, they were disgusting. Maybe these are better. I don't know. But it says easy to wash and air dry. Mm. And they don't lose their stickiness. Okay. Mm. All right. uh, This one is absolutely fantastic. I love watching these kids play with them. It's the Bonsai Bump and Bounce Body Bumpers. I'm sorry, what? The Bonsai Bump and Bounce Body Bumpers. So it's okay. for impromptu sumo tournaments. So it's like a sumo suit. It's like this big inflatable cube that they get into. And oh. then you can just bounce into each other and fall down. But yeah, it looks it's like kind of like similar to those sumo suits for adults that you see. But they're just like these cubes. Pretty cute. Okay. Yeah. You know what? 
that would get some energy out of those children. Yeah, they're running around. Mm-hmm. Now, um, yeah, you got to be careful of, like, don't run into the side of the house and crack your head open. But, you know, if it's in a safe, big area, looks yeah. pretty fun to me. And it looks like they are only seventeen fifty nine on Amazon apiece. Oh, that's, you I know, mean, that's economical. Yeah, and it looks like their arms are so constricted in it, like only half of their arms hang out so they can't grab each other and pull out hair <laughs> Like that. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yes. You don't need that action going on. Okay, so now here's another inexpensive um, toy for kids, if you just joined us, that have endless amounts of energy. It's uh, a pop-to-play to, pop foldable indoor slide. It pop literally pops up in minutes, and it's like an inflatable slide, and it turns any room into to a playground. And when it's raining outside, it's great. It also uh, folds down flat for easy storage. This mom says this slide keeps my easily distracted two-year-old daughter entertained for long periods of time. I thought this would be a great way to help her learn to use a slide on a carpeted surface. Um, She has a blast pushing toys down it. Uh, She's become confident at climbing and sliding down herself. See, that's that's the thing right there, Don. Yep. That, that's the key right there. Uh, my ovaries have <laughs> uh, a, a tingled a little bit over the last month or so. Yeah. And I thought, oh, God, do I, am I changing my tune on uh, having a child? Mm. But it's that right there, that the, the, the constant need for uh, attention and playing. I don't have that. I don't have that. Um, energy anymore you know what i think we could do a great experiment maybe in december with um why don't you watch zen for a couple of hours alexis is two year old and we could film it three he's three Three now now. yeah he just turned three three. and maybe we'll see See how you feel later yeah would i need an instant nap or i mean yeah that's what scares me. <laughs> and okay. I know Colin's younger. I would just have Colin play with the child. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy needs a nap. God. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, no. So here's uh, the next one is a sensory swing. Okay. And um, it's a really cool, you know, the, um, those acrobatic swings where people do fitness from, like, they hang from the roof. Oh, like sheets. They they hang like, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. so it's sort of like that, except it's a bouncy thing, and it's a curved thing, like a hammock, but you can hang it from the ceiling. And so bounce. kids can get in it and spin and bounce, and it's like, they can oh. hang off of it and read upside down or whatever they want to do. That is, um, yeah. It's, it looks I like, like that. it's really great. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun for your kids. So I'm going to put this uh, list up on our show links page. So if you're a parent out there that has an active three-year-old, somebody in your house, or maybe like a husband or something, mm-hmm. has yeah, endless I'll, energy. I'm going to get that cue for Colin. <laughs> just to have him. <laughs> he needs somebody else to bounce off somebody, that cue with. I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself. Because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you. Hey, stand your ground today. It's a good day to do it because Wednesday is going to be even better if you do. So uh, we love you so much and we will see you tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.